All right, greetings, podcast friends from around the world. Thank you for tuning in to my discipleship podcast, where my goal is to help you grow in your faith and discover your purpose, especially in these challenging, difficult times that we're facing, not only here in the United States, but all around the world. But let me give you a quick update. I just got back from a mission trip to Romania. It was amazing. I want to thank everybody that prayed for me and sowed a financial seed into not only me, but the people in Romania. One day, friends, when you get to heaven, you're going to meet some of the people that you impacted through your giving and through your prayers. Now, Romania has a very interesting history. You know, it's been around since the 12th century. It's a very old country, not like the United States. And one little nugget is the country used to be called Dacia. But then the Roman Empire came and took over, and thus they changed the name of the country from Dacia to Romania. And that means that the food there is amazing. It has a very strong Italian influence. Great pizza, gelato, and the coffee is excellent. If you ever have a time to go over to that part of the world, go to Romania, which used to be Dacia. Now, I know some people are concerned because Romania is actually only 200 miles from the Ukraine border. And actually, while I was there, the USA deployed many more troops to help defend and protect Romania in case something does happen with the war going on in Russia and Ukraine. So please keep that area of the world in your prayers. But it's a very resilient country. They've been taken over by different empires, but thankfully they are independent from any other influences around the world. Now the goal for us going to Romania, which is the goal of our ministry, was to make disciples to help people grow in the faith. So they had me teach at a leadership seminar for all their church volunteers and pastors. And then also we did a family and relationship series. And some of the feedback I got back from the relationship series, they said, Pastor Brian, you need to put this into a book or some type of curriculum for other people to hear. So I want to go through, actually it was the last session, I gave them what I call a communication exercise. And they said this was so practical and so helpful for their marriages and how they deal with conflict within their family. So today, I'm going to go through what I call the communication exercise. And I started off this last session by telling them a story of when I first got married. I was away for 10 days on a mission trip, but I was super excited to come home and see my bride, Melissa Chu. She's so amazing and beautiful. I arrived in Denver about 3 p.m., and it just takes two hours to get home. So I remember rushing home from Denver Airport, and I got home around 5 o'clock, gave Melissa a hug and a kiss, and we said how much we missed each other, how much we love each other. And then I said, hey, what's for dinner? And she politely answered, honey, since you were away for 10 days, I didn't do much shopping or cooking, so there's really nothing to eat but we can go out and get something. And I was a little bit irritated. I was super hungry. I was like, well, I would have stopped on the way home and grabbed something if I knew there was nothing to eat. So then we kind of got over that little conversation or that little conflict. And by now it was about seven o'clock. I already had unpacked. 
I took a shower and we were both lying down and watching television, you know, just kind of winding down and relaxing. And then I was getting in the mood for a little bit of intimacy, if you know what I mean. But when I looked over at Melissa, she was sound asleep. And I tried to wake her up. I was trying to be nice, but she was out asleep. There was nothing happening that night. So then again, I was a little irritated. I didn't have anything to eat. And then I wanted some intimacy, some sex with my wife. I was gone for 10 days and that wasn't happening either. So then I said, you know what? I'll just go to bed. But with the jet lag from the time zone difference, I could not go to sleep, just staring at the ceiling. So here's my first key in a relationship, especially for men. We're so simple, women, pay attention. There's three things that men want, food, sex, and sleep. And when I got home from that 10-day mission trip, I didn't get food, I didn't get sex, and I didn't get sleep. So I was super, super irritated. So let's dive in to our communication exercises because communication is a key to building a successful and lasting relationship with your spouse. For example, I should have communicated with Melissa early in our marriage that I'm very simple, food, sex, and sleep. Friends, in a few days, I just got back from Romania, and guess what happened when I came home? Melissa had a great meal prepared for me. Later that evening, when the kids went to bed, we had some very nice intimacy, and then, thank God, I was able to sleep through the night and beat the jet lag, so my needs were met. Praise God, hallelujah. So, let me give you what we call our three compliments exercise. This is where you and your wife will look at each other, and we did this in Romania, and you look at them and you tell them what you appreciate about them. You can start it off by simply saying, honey, this is what I appreciate about you. How pretty you look when I come home. I appreciate how clean and tidy the house looks. Wives, you can look at your husband, here's an example, and say, I appreciate the way you play with the kids. I appreciate when you buy me flowers every week. Okay, our next communication exercise. What I told them in some of the other sessions, and I believe I did a podcast on this before, what are the three arguments in marriage? I found from my counseling and talking to people, the three biggest arguments in marriage are about money, sex, and religion or spiritual things. So this is when I had them look at each other and start to communicate about these three areas. So this is what you're going to do with your husband or your wife. You're going to sit down and look each other in the eye and you're going to talk about money. You're going to talk about what are some of our goals. Maybe the wife wants to buy a new washing machine or maybe your family goal is to get out of debt. Husbands, maybe your goal is to learn how to be a wise investor or maybe buy a new lawnmower. But simply talk about money, how you spend, how you budget, what are some issues that you're having. Then number two, you're going to be open and honest and talk about your sex life, your intimacy. Women, look at your husband and ask them, are your needs getting met? And then men, this is your chance to be honest with her. And then wives, you also be honest with your husband. Because actually women don't need sex. They enjoy sex, but they need affection. Women, this is your opportunity to tell your husband 
your need for affection. I know Melissa, her need for affection, she loves back rubs. She loves how I take care of the house and clean it and make it look good. Her need for affection is spending time with her or buying her gifts. Number three, the third biggest argument, you're going to communicate with your spouse, look at each other, and discuss how can you improve your walk with Jesus at home. Husbands, are you being the spiritual leader in the home? Are you praying together? I'm amazed that how many Christian married couples that I meet that don't pray together. They'll say, well, I have my own prayer time. And the wife says, well, I have my own prayer time. But they rarely or maybe never pray together or even they don't pray with their children. A simple thing we do every month, we pick a family Bible verse that we're going to meditate on. We're going to study. And in our kitchen, we have a chalkboard that we write that scripture down. How about family devotion? Friends, husbands, wives, start doing something. Worship, prayer, family devotion. Okay? Now the next exercise, when you're looking at each other, you have what we call a time to share your honest, open feelings with your spouse. So this is what you do. Husbands, you can go first. And you look at your wife and say all the things that you've been disappointed, all the things that have caused frustration. But the rule is your spouse just has to acknowledge that they've heard you. They can't defend themselves. Okay? And then when you're done, your wife will go and say, these are some things that I'm frustrated about. Or this morning when you said this, the way you treated the kids, this is how it made me feel. Husbands, don't interrupt. Let her continue to share her feelings without you trying to solve her problem. Okay? Now the last exercise, they got together, the husband and wife. Now I said specifically when it comes to prayer, write down, and Melissa and I do this as well since we've been married, what are the top five things, have a list, that you need God to do for your family to move forward? So that could be maybe a son or a daughter has backslid. You need them to come back to Jesus. Or maybe your husband or your wife, they have some type of sickness, disease, or something that's afflicting them. So you need healing or deliverance for your family to move forward. Maybe you're in debt. Write that down. That should be on your top five list. And then when God answers one of those prayers, you take that one off and you add something to it. Friends, I know this sounds simple, but these were some very simple, practical communication exercises that we did in Romania that you can do as well. Now, I think for the next few episodes, I'm going to teach a little more about the roles of men and women, needs, expectations, because friends, if we have strong, healthy marriages, we will have strong, healthy families, we can impact communities, cities, and nations for Jesus. So thank you so much for tuning in to our podcast today. This is Brian Chu. And then, please keep me in prayer. Our next outreach is to India, a place that I've been going for many, many years. So if you want to pray for me, if you want to sow a financial seed, go to our website, www 
www.nowhope.org. But until the next episode, friends, stay strong in your faith and continue to walk out the purpose and destiny that God has for you. God bless you.